when I get approached by people uh, who want to know more about Gothic literature and what Gothic literature is and we're trying to define it and to find the elements, I always get asked the same question. What are the main elements of Gothic literature? And that's a very difficult question to answer. One, because it has been evolving since it appeared. And two, because some of the elements, they didn't just start in the Victorian times or even before that in the 1700s. They started already before. So we follow these breakrooms that this is what we're calling these new episodes. If we follow the, bre we follow the breakrooms to the origin of certain elements, we already see that the Celts had, for example, the concept of time. The concept of time is something circular, something not lineal, something connected to nature. If you're familiarized with these, now you're going to, all this that I'm telling you is going to start resonating. So this is what we're going to be talking about today in this first episode of our Gothic Breakrooms. In you are Gothic but you don't know it, we're going to be talking about the Celtic Wheel of Time in Gothic literature. So if you are ready for this, you're super interested, the time is one of those things that you always wonder about because we're always affected by time as well. We're always running late and we always consider our existential problems through time. Then this video is for you. So grab pen and paper, sit down comfortably and get ready because the journey is short but very full, very much full of information. and you are in Gothic land, a place where you learn and you find more about your true self. And today, episode 10, we're going to be talking about the Celtic Wheel of Time in Gothic literature. Episode 10. But uh, before we go into details and I start telling you about the things that I have coming, new things that are happening in Alice in Gothic Land and about today's episode. I want to thank everybody that has started following and people who's been talking to me privately and commenting on videos and concepts because it's always great to see your opinion, to see what resonates with you, what doesn't and how much or not you're enjoying uh, the, the content because it's always super helpful and at least I can see that there are people there listening and uh, you are enjoying it. So today, as I said, we're going to be talking about the Wheel of Time. Uh, for some people, the Wheel of Time is, this concept of time is circular, for other people it's linear. Um, since uh, we knew about time and we started um, setting up um, some kind of routine due to na the natural concepts or the natural processes of spring, summer, uh, autumn and winter, um, we nowadays have kind of disconnected a little bit from these, even though we still follow the seasons and we still do our celebrations culturally, we still follow the traditions. 
we have a different sense or a different feeling when it comes down to time. But before we go into today's topic, I want to remind you that if you want to learn more about yourself, you want to know more about Gothic literature, you want to know more if you're writing books or if you're doing something creative, that you can subscribe to my monthly newsletter where I'm going to tell you all about my magazine that's coming soon in June that is a magazine that concentrates everything that I talk about in the in the videos, everything that's happening every month and that's just in a format that is easy for you to have access to. So free newsletter and from there you'll get all the information to the magazine. So now yes, going back to our Gothic breadcrumbs today. The Wheel of Time for the Celtic tradition it was very very important because it marked the, the seasons, as I said before, but it also marked these, um, it marked concepts that are very interesting for the Gothic. And why am I doing this? Why am I going so far back? Well, you know that because I'm someone who's always asking for why, I'm always asking why in The Woman of the Thousand Questions. And this is a critical thinking. This is what you do when you think critically. You always are questioning. You don't just keep or maintain the answer of this is because like this. This is this way because it is. I don't. I just keep looking back and back. And, and I always think that there's always an origin to everything that we do have. So even though the um, Gothic literature appeared in the 1700s and it evolved and then there was an end with the Melm of the Wandering, but it wasn't because it has been evolving. There are certain elements that have always been there from the very origin of humanity. And one of them is this concept of time. So I'm going to give you um, something to think about in the following definitions. Definitions that I have been taking from, and I'm going to quote from some material from the internet, but also I'm going to be talking, I'm going to be using the book called The Celtic Wheel of the Year, uh, Christian and Pagan Prayers and Practices for Each Turning, <clears throat> which is a compilation by Meg Hewling. So we're going to start with a quote, not from this book, but from another quote regarding the Gothic. An essay, and then you're going to see how we're going to be matching the Celtic knowledge and the Celtic tradition with the Gothic uh, surroundings and context in order to answer to all these main elements that make Gothic literature. So, in this essay, in Matthew Schultz's essay called Give It Welcome Gothic Inheritance and the Troubles in Contemporary Irish Fiction, we have the following quote. He says, the Gothic is ghostly. It is a genre obsessed with the eruption of the past into the present, and therefore it most accurately represents the historical ghosts that remain always to come and to come back. According to Kelly Hurley, the Gothic is rightly, if partially, understood as a cyclical genre that emerges in times of cultural stress in order to negotiate anxieties for its readership by working through them in displaced, sometimes supernaturalized form. With its litany of recurrent characters, themes and narrative devices, the Gothic began and continues as a narrative mode of responding to continual social crises. So notice here that we have some very important elements. On the one hand, we have the the Gothic as ghostly, so is this idea of the ghost that we were talking about in the past videos. We also have 
passed into the present. So we're starting to see this cyclical, this circular shape. We have that it shows cultural stress. So in moments, we were talking about moments of um, wars, uh, political in, in, um, moments where uncertainty, yeah, mainly the word uncertainty is also very, very Gothic, or is, is one of the adjectives that characterizes the Gothic. We also have that the, we have this concept of negotiation of anxieties. Look again how psychological this all, all this is. And again, it's a response of the social crisis. So I've highlighted for you the main words there. But there's something else that we have to say now. If we go back to the Celtic tradition and we go back to the Celtic ways, what we see is that this circular shape that makes uh, our time, this circular shape, has some very important characteristics connected to the Gothic. And that is the four next points that we have that we go back to where we started. If you think about the wheel, we go back to where we started. We have that there's no escape. Then the sense of passing of time. And the passing of time is going to remind us of our own mortality. So what we have here is what happens with this idea of the circle and the seasons. Think about the seasons. We always have this feeling even people get depressed more in winter. I can even tell you stories about people living in the UK, Spanish people living in the UK, where the weather is constantly awful. <laughs> depending on the area but normally in Spain we have seasons and for the Spaniard living in England is very complicated if you do not have this division of the season so it has an impact in you as a person it has an impact in your brain and therefore psychologically it can affect your mood so that's very important because when we are a bit moody when we are a little bit down when we're a bit depressed is when also we see things or we can create we have you know our imagination starts working there so the next aspect that the wheel the Celt the celtic wheel of time uh, shows a connection uh, shows a type of connection with the gothic or with gothic literature is the following thing and is what we have between seasons. If we have four seasons, spring, summer, autumn, winter, what happens in between the seasons? We don't just go from spring to summer and that's it. There's always these intervals or what the Celtic called um, the in-betweens that are super important and is actually there where we find the Gothic. So let's have a look at these four points. What do, or what do, these, uh, what do the in-betweens for the Celts mean? And this is the little uh, wheel that I have on my desk. You have it on the screen now. On the one hand, we have that we have that the, the liminal spaces. Yeah, the in-betweens are liminal spaces, the most important times of the year as well. Therefore, they are holy. They are the times where we do offerings, where we do certain things to welcome the following season of the following period and they are portals or gates to other worlds now we are finding again the gothic all the time you can see the in between these liminal places or spaces the fact that we have portals which is something very important for the next episode so this is where we get all the ingredients for the gothic to appear and to materialize
So what is this translated into Gothic literature? So into when we translate this into Gothic literature and Gothic literature, what we have is what a lot of scholars talk about and is the Gothic loop in Gothic literature, the Gothic loop. And what are the main characteristics of this Gothic loop? And I'm sure that you are already thinking about them and that when you see now all the ingredients, you're going to say, yes, of course, it's so obvious. And we go back to the ghostly. So we have not left our ghost behind, even though I didn't continue with the videos as I wanted to. We're still talking about the ghostly, taking into account the time of the year we're living in right now and the next months that are coming next. So what do we have? On the one hand, we have trauma reenactment of the ghost. That's number one. The second aspect is that Gothic fiction works as a narrative of retrospection, repetition, and circular in nature. We also get flashbacks, always reviving deeds of the past. As a fourth point, we have unsolved problems that prevail in the present and call for immediate resolution. The fifth aspect of the Gothic loop is that the past haunts the present time and infects it with its present. And the sixth point I want to talk about is the replication of an unknown or buried pattern, which I would like to call curse. This is actually taken from uh, an essay written by Andrea, an article, sorry, written by Andrea Juranovsky called Trauma Reenactment in the Gothic um, Loop, a study on structures of circularity in Gothic fiction. I mean, this is fantastic and it's so interesting. I mean, the article goes for a long time. So if you want to read it, um, just you just have to type that. I will put the link on the video because it goes and she elaborates very well this idea of the Gothic loop that probably you've never heard about before. So my next thought after working in and analyzing all this is, okay, so how do, how do circles or how circles make us feel. And this is what we have next. So I have four points. Again, this is based on uh, trauma reenactment in the Gothic loop. Um, so it's the same article. We have the following. We have, on the one hand, that there's the blurring of limits destabilizes our perception of the world and therefore ourselves. We have, again, the psychological aspect here. As you can see, we cannot get rid of the psychological aspects. And literature, Gothic literature, is very psychological. And we can, we've seen this over and over again, again, in this circular pattern. Point number two. We have that it's closed and circular, or, or the closed and circular spaces. Then what cause? They cause this claustrophobic uh, sensation that creates terror. As the third aspect, we have the creation of déjà vus, which also gives us this circular perception of events. And in the last case, uh, as the last point, we have this false sense of progression due to what Berthand calls an anticlockwise mechanism. So, as we can see here, what this creates Again, as we've been talking about in the last video, when we're talking about the ghost, and after my interview with Dr. Felix Gomez in um, in one of the podcasts, video podcasts that I, I made recently, we have that all these affects our identity, our super important aspect. And again, when we are in this journey of self-recognition, when we are in this journey to know more about ourselves, 
we keep coming back to identity because all these things, all this idea, all these elements, all these in-betweens are actually the elements that make us be scared of certain things, but it makes us aware of our own fears. It makes us aware of the, the gray areas and say a lot about our identity, say a lot about who we are, whether you believe or not, that's also information about your identity. So what we can see then is that not just um, this idea of time and, and everything that comes from time. Remember um, when we're talking about Gothic literature, you remember the, um, the graveyard poets, they concerned about death and precisely this idea of everything has to end, our, life, our lives will end that creates this anguish, this claustrophobic, I can't escape life in a way because I'm going to die, I don't want to die. But when it arrives, this is how it's going to arrive. It's going to happen. And it's this awareness of our own nature. And when we see animals around us, when we see the seasons, everything has this beginning and this end. So we get into the end of the video now and I want you to think before we go. I want you to. I want to ask you two questions. I want to ask you, for you, is time linear or is it circular? And the other question I want to ask you is if you can think of any novel where the passing of time is actually claustrophobic. I can think of many books right now as well, but I'm not going to give you my answer because if you want to know more about this, if you want to read more, then you have to come and subscribe to my newsletters and then you will have access to my magazine, which I'm going to launch in June. So in June issue number one, coinciding with Beltane, coinciding that we're still in this period of fire. We starting, spring started uh, not long ago and we heading towards the summer. Then I, you can have access to a lot of articles connected to what you have heard today here, but also to all the videos I'm going to be making in the following weeks during the month of May and then June, July. Yeah, for every month. So for every month, you will have access to one magazine. So if you have liked this video, please let me know your answers about these two questions, either here in the comments or you can write to me directly. A lot of people prefer sending me an email. So you can write to me gothicalis uh, at gmail.com and then we can have our private conversation and it's always super nice to get to meet you as well. And if you have liked this content, remember to like, to subscribe and to, to subscribe, you just have to also ring, uh, ring the bell. You have to press the bell to get the notifications every time I post a new video. Uh, don't forget to share if you think this can help someone. Uh, comment below and follow me. And well, I think we've made it today, not even 20 minutes in the video. Oh yeah, with the introduction, there's another three, so we're almost there. Thank you very much for being here today. I hope you have enjoyed this first episode or episode 10, the first episode of our Gothic Breakrooms. And I'll see you very soon next week with more Beltane, with more Celtic elements and the in-betweens. So until then, take care and be very Gothic, my friend.